History has clearly shown that Christ is required to overcome the natural tendency of powerful forces to destroy God-given rights, including the right to hear and speak His truth. Welcome to Biblical Citizen, Let's Roll, with Kathleen and Brian Melanakis. Kathleen is an author and retired registered nurse, and her husband Brian is a former company president. Kathleen and Brian are here to discuss current events from a biblical worldview and how we as believers can be salt and light in our culture and in the political arena. Biblical Citizen Let's Roll seeks to educate and activate Christians at the grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Now, here are your hosts, Kathleen and Brian Melanakis on K-Praise. Hello, Biblical Citizens. Well, another week's gone by since the election, and the media tells us who the presidential winner is. They tell us it's already been decided. We don't think so. On the conservative side, there's great dissatisfaction with Fox News, with Facebook and Twitter, and we know of millions switching from Twitter to Parler and going on to MeWe and from Fox to OAN or Newsmax and Epic Times and so on. Well, our guest today is a White House journalist with the Intermountain Christian News Service who knows many media personalities from Fox's Sean Hannity to CNN's Jim Acosta. Dr. Anthony Harper serves as the lead White House journalist in investigating anti-Semitism and religious freedom violations. He also serves as a chaplain. He holds a doctorate in psychology from California Coast University, also has a master's degree in counseling and two bachelor's degrees. So we're going to be speaking to a very educated individual here. He has his own YouTube channel, and you can read his testimony via his music website, anthonymusic.com. Welcome, Dr. Harper, to Biblical Citizen. It's uh, great to join you, Brian and Kathleen. Welcome. You know, we really welcome you today. Uh, Dr. Harper, it's been a crazy week. We just are just so unsettled by this election. Uh, Well, first of all, tell us a little bit about how you got into Intermountain Christian Service and... uh, you know, your your path that you've had being in the White House and getting to know all these journalists. Just tell us a little bit about your background. Oh, okay. Well, uh, actually, you've been involved with uh, the Intermountain Christian News for about uh, 18 years or so. Uh, the longest running, uh, uh, longest running uh, uh, regional Christian newspaper here in the Intermountain region. And uh, so a very special experience uh, dealing with this uh, and getting out good news in the midst of fake news that we're so bombarded with. Uh, this uh, regional newspaper spans from Colorado over to Reno, Nevada. Uh, so uh, really a large area and uh, covering five states. So it's a very unique opportunity. And now, you know, with the voice of the White House that started in 2011, felt called by God to, to make more of a difference at the White House of our Christian concerns and especially uh, incorporate how scripture relates to today's news events. Oh, that's and, uh, excellent. We, we do have some key scriptures like Second Chronicles seven fourteen uh, about the importance of uh, repentance in in America. Yeah, and then as well as uh, you know uh, God uh, God's answer on the issue of Israel and 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 uh, He has actually anger about the idea of dividing up Israel. Uh, and so that's the you know, relate to this uh, peace issue that is is going on and. 
And some people thinking that they can divide up Israel and support a Palestinian state. So you have a, did you say that you have a show called The Voice of the White House? Or uh, No, we, we have a, a, a voice, a Christian voice of the White House, but that's the name, that's the name of the show. But we, we are titled A Voice of Truth. So, um, and uh, that's a very significant thing there at the White House when I'm encountering uh, CNN, Jim Acosta reporter and other reporters that uh, don't support our tradition, uh, Judeo-Christian values. Well, that is so apparent in our world today, the media just going out of control. They think they can appoint the president. They think they are, are deciding. So they're deliberately ignoring all the many reports of fraud and and uh, disruption. You know, the, the we've, we've just seen so many actual videos and people testifying and so many reports of it. And yet the media is re, uh, ignoring all, it, all of it. So, There's been hundreds and right. hundreds of sworn affidavits from witnesses to fraud. So when do you think yeah, this will get uh, resolved? And, and just tell us your opinion. Oh, well, you know, this is, uh, it is very troubling to, to know that a lot of the media has been very supportive of, of Biden and Harris, uh, really, not really um, doing objective journalism. And then I'm thinking about how this reminds me of the 2000 the election when there was Al Gore and George W. Bush, uh, you know, with the, the media giving the election to Al Gore. And of course, Al Gore loses after the Supreme Court decision, which uh, uh, I do hope that w- way it works out uh, this time as well, uh, because there is uh, a lot of fraud. Now, I want to point attention to, and I brought this up with Jim Acosta, was the, the issue of fraud, uh, a statement by the Federal Elections Committee chairperson, Last uh, last week, or, or about a week and a half ago, or two, uh, on Newsmax, this the Federal Election Committee uh, chairperson was talking about very clear examples of fraud. And uh, so um, Jim Acosta had no comment on that matter. Many of the reporters didn't want to talk about uh, our concerns about fraud that is happening. Well, and it doesn't it show that they are fraudulent themselves if they're not acknowledging what these facts are that people are coming forward and thousands of reports. They're the fraudulent ones themselves, the media, the, the ones that deny that this is happening. Yeah, it, it's very, Just, uh, very disturbing, uh, you know, that uh, <clears throat> this is happening. Think about the hypocrisy that is going on. Now, uh, often I, I hear about, you know, uh, people, some some uh, church people voting for Biden and Harris. And they wonder, how can how can we as Christians vote for President Trump? Because he's so arrogant and, and uh, because of his unfaithfulness and whatsoever. And I, and I always bring up to the issue about how is that as bad as killing babies? To me, the number one issue about what the crime that is happening, the Democrat Party is supporting and they celebrate killing children. Right. Uh, that is nowhere near, uh, uh, you know, the, the issue of, uh, of uh, arrogance that they blame President Trump for or infidelity or whatever the issue. Uh, we, we need to protect the children from being killed. And, and, and it's very clear from my understanding of Biden and Harris and their track record, you know, not only uh, abortion killing babies, but also not supporting our religious freedom uh, and not defending Israel, their right to exist and blessing Israel. So we've got three major areas, uh, Brian and Kathleen, uh, the stark contrast between Biden and Harris and President Trump and Vice President Pence. And we've talked about this before, that uh, we shouldn't be so concerned with personalities, but we should be concerned with policies that affect everyone. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, sanctity of life, sanctity of marriage, religious freedom, those are basic to Christianity. And other basic freedoms, such as freedom of expression, freedom of the press, freedom of speech, and so on. And property rights. Stark, stark differences. And the right of businesses to stay open. Yes. Uh, You know, the the, the Democrat, uh, you know, the the Democrat behavior has been to shut us down, to silence the churches. Uh, It's clear constitutional violation, religious freedom, and uh, there's so many violations happening. And uh, uh, Dinesh D'Souza did a, a movie called uh, Hillary's America, talking about uh, the history of the Democrat Party. And it really, it, it's a party of slavery he, he brought up. And, uh, you know, the pro-slavery uh, in uh, making people into slaves in, in, a, in a new way, you know, trying to silence us. And, and uh, so that's what is the stark contrast that I see uh, of Biden and Harris compared to President Trump, that Biden and Harris really do not support our Constitution, our religious freedoms. They don't support Israel. They don't more importantly, they don't support the children and protecting them from being killed. It's terrible. So what do you think Christians and, and people that want to know the truth can do to go to other outlets, get honest news reporting? I know that Dinesh D'Souza now has 5 million followers, followers on Parler. Uh, which is uh-huh. different than Twitter. That's amazing. And uh, we need to expand those alternative media outlets, such as yours. Right. Yeah, inter- do, you have, do you have any thoughts on that, the Dr. Intermountain Harper? The Christian yeah. News Service. Right. Yeah, we need to expand you know, those yeah, kind well, of what things. What I have is, is that, you know, I really do believe that, that, that we need to have a, a, a more of a voice at the White House uh, for Brian and Kathleen. You know, I'm, I think one of the, the few reporters there that reports the truth there. And and, and actually, maybe the, the only one that, that really brings in scripture and how it relates to today's news event. I've been asking uh, spiritually based questions since the 2012, and uh, I, I want to honor God there. And it, it's quite the experience. So what I would say, number one, is to pray, uh, you know, for our voice and allow me to be able to report the truth from the White House in the midst of a hostile media. And, and, and we do have other media, uh, Brian and Kathleen, that are they're doing good. We One American News has been very truthful about this, uh, the election, about, uh, you know, they, they did not call this election election for Biden and Harris. They, they've been reporting the truth about the fraud and, and, and that matter. Um, and and also, um, you know, there's other news programs that we have. Eric McTaxis is very uh, outspoken about this. But, uh, you know, I think at the White House, just to pray for me and, and that I could uh, be uh, one and we would have several others that are not afraid to report the truth from the White House. So we can be there daily. And, you know, uh, Brian Kathleen, rarely do I see a member of the Christian media there at the White House. Really? Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. extraordinary. We we definitely need much more of a voice. I've learned that just in recent times speaking with you. And we need uh, more people on One American News right. and other outlets like that Newsmax. Right. <clears throat> I want to ask you one more question before the break about lockdowns. We continue to be, not only do we continue to be uh, at least partially locked down, but now in California and other places, they're turning the screws down on the lockdown even more, and most of Europe is like that. We're told by many that only a vaccine holds the key to be able to be able to return to some type of normal. We think it's, I don't know, kind of suspicious that people like Bill Gates and Gavin Newsom, they were saying at the very beginning of this thing, eight or nine months months ago, there's not going to be any normal until there's a vaccine. It's very suspicious. So, and we have concerns about the RNA changing vaccines that are being rushed to market. They've never had vaccines with this modality before. So can you give us your thoughts? And we may have to continue a little bit of this after the break because it's a big question, but what do you think about the COVID lockdown? And then what do you think about the issue of potentially mandatory vaccines? Oh, the the COVID lockdown is is very serious. It's really as, as, uh, 
uh, affected uh, businesses greatly across our nation. President Trump has talked about that we can't afford to be shut down. Uh, and, and what I really do, do see a sinister, a sinister uh, act of the behavior of the Democrats in, in general. We, we know that the Democrat governors like uh, Governor Newsom and, uh, and and other governors in like in New York and, and Democrat mayors that really wanted to control. I think that that is the basic issue of controlling people. And, and, I, and I don't see that the vaccine is the solution. No. It's not the savior for our problems. And I do have the same concern as you do, uh, that, that there, there's something not good about this vaccine. And especially I'd be concerned about people being forced. Yes. To take take a vaccine vaccination, and I, I think about in, in light of the businesses or schools. Uh, would never want uh, people to be uh, pressured or forced into taking that in order for them to retain their job or to be in school or other locations. I can just see major control uh, by by Democrats in trying to silence us and control us. Yep. I think we'd agree with that. We're at the break time now, and everybody, listeners, stay with us in a couple minutes. we got a lot more topics. Thanks. There is more Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Still to come on K-Praise. God loves San Diego. This is K-Praise, a service of Salem Media Group. Welcome back to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Now, here are your hosts, Kathleen and Brian Milanakis on K-Praise. Hello, we're with Dr. Anthony Harper of the Intermountain Christian News Service, and we're talking about the election and other critical issues, the lockdown. You know, Dr. Harper, I just looked at a chart. I follow this very closely, the, the rate of deaths and hospitalizations in Sweden. Why Sweden? Because Sweden never had mandatory lockdowns, never had mandatory mask wearing, and if you look at the chart that literally goes through yesterday, deaths in Sweden are virtually at zero. They're certainly in single digits, and they've been like that for three and a half months. What I see is a lot of biased reporting, a lot of deception. My first question for you is, do you get the sense that um, large numbers of people are waking up to some of the deception going on? Or are we, which direction are we going here, do you think, in terms of people realizing what's going on? Well, I would hope that people are waking up to deception here. Uh, Pastor Dr. John McCarthy, Grace Community Churches, brought this issue up about the number of deaths that have been reported uh, connected to coronavirus and being exaggerated and that, you know, that there's been concern about uh, misreporting a death or attributing death to coronavirus when it, indeed they're not directly related to coronavirus. And and uh, I was reading, a, 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 I'm actually watching a video report one time by uh, Mark Levin uh, interviewing some emergency medical room doctors talking about hospitals being compensated for a coronavirus uh, uh, you know, diagnosis is the cause of death. Uh, I, I believe that um, this is a very serious issue uh, and, uh, about this and exaggerated, and I think it's a very substantiated concerns about exaggeration exa- exa- of, of this matter. But, uh, you know, if, if they, I was thinking about if people were, uh, di- you know, diagnosed for having regular flu virus, how many people would be, you know, uh, how many, the cases of concerns about spread, about just flu virus or uh, other other common issues, you know? Uh, I just, why, why are those being underreported. Just one point. I just saw a tweet today, today from the famous Elon Musk of Tesla. He said something is really wrong with this testing. He just, Elon Musk just had four tests in one day. I don't know why he had four in one day. 
but he said the same test, same nurse, two came back positive, two came back negative. He said something is really creepy wrong about this whole this thing. Well, there's a whole lawsuit against the PCR test, and, and they are claiming that it's fraud, that it doesn't really test for virus. There's a whole group of international doctors and lawyers and specialists in Germany that are that are suing against the PCR test. The it's companies always that been, make it. Until 2020, it's been considered virtually impossible to definitively diagnose a virus, whether right. it's flu, whether it's what a cold. To, to definitively diagnose it with a test, you, you have to look at symptoms and then you might get it wrong or you might not. All right. Really, really a serious concern uh, here about uh, not only exaggeration, but really, you know, the, the, uh, bringing into question uh, the validity of these tests. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really a little nervous about this issue about people putting so much credibility into these tests uh, when I'm not really, really uh, convinced that these, these tests are absolutely 100% uh, correct. And, and we know uh, from the Swedish know, model that the lockdowns don't do anything either, they, the, the masks and everything. Uh, I mean, it doesn't really do anything. At it, best, it, has it postpones to do- it. it. But it, but as soon as you let right. up a tiny bit, as soon as you crack the doors open a little bit, it, it just spikes up again. So why can't we have the Swedish model? And we're even thinking of, of starting a letter-writing campaign and have as many people as possible write a letter to Governor Newsom and say, Swedish model, we need that right now. We're not going to wait for a vaccine or, or whatever you're planning. So that's that's to come, folks. Yeah, very serious concerns, uh, Brian and Kathleen. Uh, I, I'm really concerned about great deception in this matter, and all because of a matter of control. It seems like the Democrats want to control us in a major way, remove our religious freedoms, silence uh, our voice, and this. I think, and I've heard from others that this is an invention. We know that President Trump has talked about this being the China virus, that it came from China, a communist country, and China can afford to lose a lot of people. They don't they don't care about human rights. So if people die, they don't have any problem with that. And uh, so they infect the whole world. And so, uh, you know, we have a communist country that has been involved with this and manufacturing this. And it's very evil with what is going on here about, uh, you know, our, our freedoms there and uh, shutting us down. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really concerned about, you know, Biden and Harris agenda on several fronts and um, God willing that they will lose. Uh, they, they, they will not uh, have any in this matter. Uh, of course, we know President Trump uh, is still uh, has a great chance here and want to make it clear that Biden and Harris are not, uh, is not President-elect. That is not true whatsoever. There is no, there's no basis for that in the media. We're out of line. We're really unprofessional in trying to make a call on, on this matter. Shouldn't it, it almost should be illegal, I think, to call an election before the votes are counted, especially with these long election periods where the the voting is coming in and then the counting is going on. We've never had a national election that has the great majority of votes were cast by mail. That's a first in history. And that's why people's prognostications, polling, calling the election, even even honest people you'd expect to be off because we've never had an election like this right. before. Right, and talk about a bureaucratic snafu. I mean, there's so many right. opportunities for that or for out-and-out out out fraud. So. But but a lot of people thought the lockdown maybe would end with the election, but that does not seem to be the case. The election counting and the disputes are going to keep going. So unless the people, it seems like, 
rise up and insist on their rights, you know, we're not going to get them. Do you think we've, that? We've been, we've been pleased that you mentioned earlier about uh, Pastor John MacArthur, and we've attended his church. We've been pleased with pastors like John MacArthur and Jack Hibbs that have worshipped only openly despite the lockdowns. And, and they haven't gone, had a gone ahead. problem with COVID either. And they, they haven't, haven't had a problem with no. COVID. John MacArthur has 3,500 worshipers every week in person, hardly any wearing masks. He's had a total of three COVID cases among his congregation. You don't even know if those three COVID cases came from meeting on Sunday, but even if they have, that's an astronomically low percentage. Uh, I know they've been very, they're very courageous uh, here. They're, they're wonderful examples of, uh, you know, of resisting that control of the church. And I, I had an interview with the uh, Idaho Lieutenant Governor Janice McGeehan, and she made it clear in, in her most recent report about religious liberty. She made a statement that the government has no authority, uh, no right whatsoever to uh, circumvent, to intervene, to control the operation of the church in any way, whether it's coronavirus or anything else. This is a religious freedom issue. Religious liberties, you know, we are endowed by our Creator with certain un- un- unalienable rights, right? The, the, life of, the right of life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. So, uh, And and we, we just see the Democrats wanting to remove those rights from us. Yes. Yeah. I want to cover, uh, Dr. Harper, one other topic that you're really an expert in, as we mentioned in our introduction, and that is the topic of anti-Semitism, which by and right. large is not talked about much, is it? But what uh, you highlighted a, a concern yesterday that was happening in Lithuania, but you want to talk about that and also maybe more broadly other other uh, examples of anti-Semitism here in the United States? Oh, okay. Well, the first it started out for me at the first week of the Trump administration being called on to ask about the misuse of U.S. tax dollars, funding a U.N. agency called referred to as UNRWA uh, that is inciting kids the violence against the Jews in their curriculum, not recognizing Israel that that exists, calling it Palestine, but just uh, fomenting uh, this hate for Israel. So that actually, those questions, uh, investigative journalism questions, led to President Trump defunding that UN agency because uh, the GAO uh, uh, followed the request of my Senator James Risch, who asked to look into this, uh, it, that found that the, the UNRWA, the student agency, had been lying to the State Department, to us, uh, about the funding issue, so President Trump defunded that. But this, U, this uh, UN agency, UNRWA funding, is still continues by European nations and even some Arab nations. Part of this so, the, the so-called peace deal, UAE and Bahrain, uh, are funding UNRWA. And uh, it, it's a serious concern uh, regarding anti-Semitism. And then and not to mention the desecration of Jewish cemetery in Lithuania. This is in Vilnius, Lithuania, uh, the old Vilna Jewish cemetery uh, that has been desecrated initially by the Russians. And now the Lithuanian government wants to desecrate it further by building a conference center over the graves of the Jewish people there. And this is totally un- unacceptable by many prominent rabbis, even the chief rabbi of Israel. So I've been bringing attention to this and met with Senator James Risch, who's the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, uh, regarding Israel and anti-Semitism. Issue. And he clearly opposes anti-Semitism in all forms, and he's given uh, his support uh, to, to me uh, today to reassure me that he will be behind and supporting Israel in all these matters. But, uh, you know, uh, Brian and Kathleen, it's a serious issue about anti-Semitism that, that's even in the media. When I'm at the White House, you know, r- rarely do I meet a media person that is supportive of Israel. Uh, there are a few good reporters hmm. there uh, at the White House that are supportive of Israel. I know a, Jewish, a couple of Jewish reporters. 
a couple of um, Christians that work for secular sources that are supportive of Israel. But, you know, for, for, the, for the large, uh, and largely in my encounters at the White House, I just sense a lot of anti-Semitism with the media there. And we, we know that a lot of the media is, is opposing our Judeo-Christian values. Well, and the, and so now you're, <clears throat> you're enlightening us on the fact that the UN is actually promoting, actively promoting anti-Semitism. And Correct. that's another one of the bad things that the UN is doing. I mean, we We've already seen what they've done with the WHO and that there's a communist person in, in, in the leadership of the WHO. But we need to really look at the UN and see what uh, how we can oppose What other nefarious deeds are things. up to? Dr. Harper, we have come to the end of the time. I thank you so much for uh, talking with us today. Appreciate your— You're welcome. It's great to talk with you. There's other forms of, of anti-Semitism, BDS as well. Yep. And we need to oppose that as much as we can. So, listeners, to bless your neighbor this week, please consider contributing what you can to properly validate the votes in this election. And you know there's two election races runoffs still to come on January 5th, so investigate those. And on the media side, if you're on Twitter— consider switching to Parler or another non-censoring alternative. If you watch Fox News, consider switching to Newsmax or One America News. If you're on YouTube, consider switching to BitChute or another non-censoring fair, fair media outlet. Thanks. Till next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Join us next week at the same time as Kathleen Melanakis, author and retired registered nurse, and her husband, Brian Melanakis, former company president, explore the deeper issues and spiritual forces behind the news and how we as believers can be salt and light in our culture and in the political arena. Biblical Citizen Let's Roll seeks to educate and activate Christians at the grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover more major news happening from the view of the biblical citizen. To learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, send an email to biblicalcitizen at gmail.com. That's biblicalcitizen at gmail.com. This has been Biblical Citizen. Let's roll on K-Praise.